0: You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Claire. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Welcome into The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Enrico with you. The poll is ended. Oh, go ahead. How many 42 so votes. Over.
0: 42 votes. The poll is over. Okay. How many alcoholic beverages will Mark partake in while up in Minneapolis watching baseball? The over under set to 18 and a half. The over wins. 66.7%. Okay. The under loses 33.3%. 42 there it is. votes. So now we're just going to have to rely on Mark to not lie to us and let us know, how many, know how
1: many he has. Alcoholic beverages he has. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the sartre Heyman text line, both those open for you guys. Uh, we got an unnamed texter last segment said, Elmwood Murdoch plays at 1045 tomorrow morning. So uh, as, if they're playing at Pinnacle Bank Arena, they're going to be on our station. I do not um, believe they are, unfortunately. They're not? I don't believe so. Okay. okay. Well, I apologize. I, I don't think texter. So I think it was all class when I looked at the, it I think it was
0: all class A the first day.
1: Well class so we have we have D one to start you? tomorrow morning. Okay, then I could be wrong. So either way, um I know so Carter 1045. Carter's calling the ten forty five game. So well, we we well, can find happy. out. I I you know what? Let's just do this Let's right just now. Do it. We'll find the every single game that we have tomorrow. I, I know the ones I'm doing. I just don't know Everybody's. the ones that uh that Carter's doing. Okay, so girls state championship bracket. we have at 9 a.m the uh SEM versus Ravenna-hmm and I forgot I know it's I know it's uh, eddiesville Sumner Sumner eddiesville Miller Miller okay <laughs>
0: somebody tried to say Myrna I don't think it was Myrna. yeah I know it's Miller.
1: Miller um and then he he, he scared he scared DP scared me walking around the that floor. one's on that one's on me Oh, we looked on the yeah. in the Chick-fil-A bag. <laughs> um, anyway, then so that's at 9 a.m. Then at ten forty five it's McCool Junction and Humphrey St. Francis. Then at uh one thirty Millard South, Lincoln Southwest, three fifteen Bell West, Bell East, six PM Millard North, Lincoln North Star, and seven forty-five Lincoln High, Millard West. Okay. So there you go. So two D two games and four Class A games going on tomorrow. So um, okay. Rico, I, I told you during the break, I said, I'm going to ask you a question. You had something for me. And I want to get your raw reaction here on this. How – this game tonight between Nebraska and Michigan State tips off at 8 p.m. on Big Ten Network. Mm-hmm. It's big. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Nebraska has a chance to finish the season 16 – or excuse me, not finish the season. Go into their final game, 16 and 14. Their mm-hmm. final game going on this later this weekend against Iowa on the road, which will – that's assure a- them of a above five hundred finish mm-hmm. in a season, which is crazy, and possibly a five hundred finish in conference. Yes, and when we talk about the how much is is riding on this game, they are tied for ninth place in the Big Ten, which ninth place gets a first round bye mm-hmm. in the Big Ten Conference tournament starting next Wednesday, March eighth. So, when you sit here and you realize how big tonight's game is in its own right. How much bigger is it if Nebraska beats Purdue? Um, that is,
0: you have you have a better, win that that. If everything goes exactly the same, yep, everything goes exactly you the beat, same. You beat Purdue. You just
1: beat number one Purdue, who
0: was number one at the time. You beat Purdue. Everything goes exactly the three. same. Number three at the time. No, they're number one. Okay. I think either way, whatever. Top five. Purdue. Um, you beat them. I think if you you ended up winning this game, that that puts you squarely in the tournament. Think about how I don't wild think, that is. I don't think if everything goes the same, that you're in the tournament still quite yet, even
1: with the win over Purdue. So, th- think about what we just said with Nebraska men's basketball. And, and it's a... I just dropped a football. Uh, y- you know, here, here we are, Nebraska, 15 and 14. They've been without two of their starters, Emmanuel Bandemel and Juwan Gary, since January 21st. And here we are, that looking seems- back on that December 10th game when Nebraska went, c- comes into the c- comes into this game six and four overall. They lose 65 to 62 in overtime mm. to Purdue. They were down by 10 at the half, 34 to 24. Mm-hmm. Then they outscore them in the second second half, 32 to 22. This was a game where once again you held Zach Eady to 11 points. In 45 minutes of time, he played 43 minutes. You held him to 11 points and this was two games. It would have been, no, excuse me. It would have been a little bit longer than that. It would have been about six games after Derek Walker came back. So still relatively new into his season. Um, the, the one guy that killed you that game was Fletcher lawyer, a freshman played in 33 minutes, dropped 22 points as well on you as well. Um, It's just you don't want you don't want to look back and kind of dwell on some losses, but man, that would have been a big one. It would have been a huge one, and you have no idea what that does to skyrocket you in your program later on in the season. But Mm -hmm. if we are, and that's just we're just playing everything out the same way as it has unfolded. Yeah, you get blown up by Kansas State the next next game. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nebraska is sixteen and thirteen right now. Again, you're if. You get that
0: win and everything goes exactly the same. You're still not in the tournament.
1: You're you're sixteen and thirteen and you're nine and nine in the conference. Nine and nine right now in the conference puts you in sole possession of ninth place. That would be it's it's insane to think about just the difference. Especially when we talk about and we look at the Big Ten and and under you know, in, in recent years they've been a a league that's gotten a decent number of teams to the Big 10 tournament every season. They're talking it'll be another year where 7 or or possibly 8 teams get into the tournament. Here we are and Nebraska would be right on the fringe to where if they do something special in the Big 10 tournament, mm-hmm. they're not out of it. No. No. They're they're squarely It's it's <laughs> I wouldn't say squarely,
0: but it's weird to think that this late in the season that Nebraska can play their way into an NCAA tournament appearance. Well
1: they can play their way well I I
0: I am okay with an NIT. Well yeah no okay so in NIT you win you win this one, you lose to Iowa, you win game in the big one game in the Big Ten tournament you're in the NIT. You may not agree, you may not host a game because but be, you're in the NIT.
1: Because at that moment you are let's see, you win tonight sixteen and fourteen, you win one in the NIT, that's seventeen and fourteen you lose against Iowa and you lose one in the NIT. So you're seventeen and sixteen. Mm-hmm Yeah, seventeen and sixteen. You would be nine and eleven in the conference if you win tonight, lose to Iowa. You'd be nine and eleven in the conference, which would be around ninth place. Um, Here's what's interesting to think about is if Nebraska. Now I don't. I mean, we can we can play this game here to where like Wisconsin and Penn State. So who does Wisconsin have? Wisconsin on Thursday. Good news for Husker fans mm-hmm. has Purdue. Mm, All right, so is I, I that would, good? I would, I think it would be good news because that that allows Nebraska to jump Wisconsin if they lose. If they lose, which I would, I would be pretty, yeah, pretty certain that they um, would lose. Did you want Penn
0: State? Penn State they go to Northwestern
1: and then Maryland at home. Yes. Then if you there's another isn't there? It's another team. Or excuse me then Michigan State Michigan would be the next State. team in line. Obviously Nebraska, Nebraska can gain a gain a gain gain a game on them and then they have Ohio they State. Ohio State. Which was is a nice little soft two game.
0: Yeah, they AD. should they should win that game.
1: So Should. Here's the thing, here's what's crazy though. Nebraska huge opportunity lies ahead. They're 11 and 3 at home this season. Um they like we said, they've won 4 straight, the longest streak of any in the Big 10. Um, which you could have paid me or you could have bet me millions at the beginning of the season that I was going to say that and I would have yeah. said, you're crazy. Does Nebraska ever have the longest winning streak in the Big Ten in conference? There's a chance they have five straight tonight.
0: My answer would always be no.
1: There's a chance that Nebraska wins their fifth straight game this evening. Ooh. Without two of their starters. Let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the starter Heyman text line. Let's go to Don. Don, what's up, man? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, guys. And... I guess I reflect on it this way. If we would have won that Purdue game, would we have been as strong, as grinding, mm-hmm. as tough of a team now? Though, that's if you think about it, if we would have won, I think because we had such a narrow loss, those guys just knew that they were so close and kept grinding, and that's what yeah. got them to this point now. That's where I'm throwing at. Yeah, Don, Don, appreciate the phone call. That's really That's really fascinating because – now, now, I would I would argue that – I mean, think about what we were saying at the beginning of this season was this is a team that's – they don't have a guy that's going to go out and drop 30 points a game per night, mm-hmm. and, and they also don't have a guy that you need – or they're not a team that you need a guy to drop 30 points to, to stay competitive in the in the game. You've got a bunch of guys who can do a bunch of things. Yeah, and, and you, Nebraska struggled at the start of the year. They forced – they had to, you know, force Blaze Kada to go out there probably earlier and sooner than they would have, you know – initially dreamed about, mm-hmm. and, and Derek Walker comes back. It took him a moment to get back into sync, and then he has a couple big games and just really good. There's no other way to categorize it other than just really good Derek Walker type of games where he, he facilitates the basketball really well. He does those nitty-gritty kind of things that, that it's easy to cheer for. Mm-hmm. Now, now, what I will say, Don... I'm not so sure that the Purdue loss was the reason that this team has kind of responded in the way they have. I would say the injuries. I mean, because – and that's where if you're playing out everything – and once again, we don't want to dwell on it, I guess, but and maybe that was my fault for bringing up the question. Yeah, but you're fine. But here we are saying, you know, at the end of the season, we're going to look back at this thing and say, man, Sam Hoiberg really stepped up. Like, holy cow, nobody saw that coming. Kese Tominaga has grown a ton – over the course of the year, you've seen k progress from last year to this season, but also just from January 21st when those guys went down, he played 11 minutes in that loss against Michigan State and that blowout loss on the road against Michigan State. It was the, now, the now, what are we saying tonight? He's averaged over 21 per game in the last six games for Nebraska and we're all out there going, Yeah, let's hope K State plays twenty-five minutes tonight because man, it's electric when he's on the floor. Let's hope he doesn't get face
0: carded so we can actually yeah. get some some cheering in when he hits a three and he's actually able to get open and, and not have to, you know, fight through a million people just to just to touch the ball. Uh, but like you said, the injuries to Juwan and Emmanuel are the reason that this team stepped up. I don't disagree with Don that I you know, who's to say if they win that game if they end up, you know, being what they were, but I agree with you saying the injuries are what forced this team to step up. They forced, they forced Casey into a starting role, which at the time it was, he was coming off the bench and he was doing pretty well. And we were thinking, okay, does he continue to come off the bench? Who do you bring off? Jamarcus Lawrence has stepped up, Mm -hmm. which, has you extremely excited about the future. Um, Blaze Cata, after he came back from his injury, uh, doing fantastic. Sam Hoiberg, like you said, nobody was expecting him to, to step up and play this many minutes and, and have this big of an impact on this on this team. That's not a slight to him. It's just he was he was on the bench, and yeah. it was a guy that he, he would come in from time to, time to time to do a couple of things, but nothing too serious. And now you see him and, and you think, look, this guy's keeping this team rolling at certain points during the games.
1: Now, to Don's credit, and where I agree with him, um, what that Purdue loss may have done, and also just the the group of losses that they had, the blowouts to Kansas State, the blowouts to Michigan State, the the just the missed opportunities maybe at the beginning of the season. You know, you go back to that tournament that they played in, like against Memphis, they probably would have liked to have a little bit better of a, of a showing in that one, and 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 Oklahoma, Oklahoma as well, Saint John's. But like, what I will say to Don's credit is that. In a good way, I think that Purdue loss may have exploited Nebraska's senior leadership. In a good way. And what I mean by that is Sam Greasel, Derek Walker... Emmanuel Bandemel at the time, and still to this day, I mean, they talked about it in the press conference last week that Emmanuel Bandemel is over there on his crutches just cheering him on, and and, and he's the first one out there to greet him and, and first one out there telling him, hey, this is what I'm seeing from my vantage point because he understands that it's going to be different points of views from on the court from versus on the bench and things like that. I think it exploited the senior leadership, and it got this thing stayed, you know, continuing on the right track. I mean, one thing that's been huge this season. This is the last thing before we got to go to break. What's huge this season is that they've avoided the massive lulls in the season. They've avoided the 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 extended lo- uh, losing streaks. You know, like think back to last year. Maybe it doesn't have to be as drastic as last year in a season that they went seven to twenty five. But like, they lost over you know double digit straight games. Last season. You don't even have close to that. I mean, there was a moment there, I think, after the injuries that they lost like two or three straight or maybe four straight. Four. So you lost You
0: lost Juan against Illinois, yep. right?
1: So you lost that one. Then you you lost, lost, lost that.
0: Then you lost Purdue. Then you beat Ohio State by okay. three. And then Penn State, Northwestern, Maryland, Illinois.
1: So there you go. You had a stretch there where you lost four straight. But here we are. They figured out a way to keep fans invested and engaged in it into the product because it's a fun product to cheer for right now. And they're over 500. Like, they've avoided these massive lulls that will make and allow fans to kind of lose. You know, I don't need to go. I can just watch it on TV. Mm -hmm. Not anybody right now tonight for this game against Michigan State, anybody that that considers themselves a Nebraska basketball fan, with all things considering, is saying, man, I I wish I could go to that game tonight. Nobody's saying I, I don't. I don't need to go. I can just watch it on TV. Now you're struggling to find a ticket. Yeah, so it, it's it's exciting times in Husker hoops. Um, we got a question on the text line that I, maybe Rico can. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it on other can side, talk, talk you to go. talk to on the other side about the Big Ten tournament. I will say this, unnamed texter talking about the Big Ten tournament and making the Big Ten quarters or semis. I think even if they don't win the next two, if they go one and one or go for for two. I still think that there's a chance based on how this team is playing and based on what they do well. Let's take a break. When we come back, it'll be uh, Rico and Austin for the crossover. And then tomorrow I will talk to you guys at 9 a.m. from Pinnacle Bank Arena, but i got to dip out since it's a Tuesday. We'll talk to you guys later. We'll be right back on the happy hour.
0: Download our app by searching 93.7, the ticket in your app store, to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.